Dear listeners, to another episode of J.E.'s Mike, uh, the podcast that brings you insights and inspiration for personal development, a stronger relationship, and of course, a better society. Uh, thank God we are on the sixth episode today, and we will bring these episodes to you every Monday at 6 a.m. Central Time. This is my promise to you, and that is what you get, because when I promise... I deliver. So today we're going to talk about an interesting topic, a topic that will be very, very helpful to many couples, to many individuals who are in a relationship, who are in a marriage. And uh, this is about control freaks. Are you in a relationship where one of the partners is a control freak? Do you think that you are a control freak in your relationship? You're about to find out today what are the signs and what being a control freak can actually do to your relationship or your marriage. And you would also find out how to address issues as a control freak or in a relationship where one of the partners is a control freak. So let's dive into it. First of all, I want to say that being a control freak in a relationship is very detrimental. And it can lead to all sorts of tragedy. It can, it can even lead to, to killings in a relationship. And you'll find out why I say so. You'll find out why being a control freak is not what you should tolerate in your relationship. So I'll quickly go around eight uh, signs that you should watch out for, for you to be able to determine if your partner is a control freak in the relationship or if you yourself are a control freak in that relationship. So the very first thing I want to talk about is constant monitoring. When you have a partner who wants to know your whereabouts every single time, when you're living with a partner who wants to control where you go, who wants to know all your interactions, who wants to be sure that whatever you do, they have a knowledge of, that is a sign that somebody is being a control freak. They want to monitor you constantly, what you're doing. If you're coming off work, they know the time that you should be able to take to leave work and get home. And if you are not home by that time, they start blowing your phone, calling you, where are you? Where did you go to? That is somebody who wants to control you. That is somebody who wants to monitor you at all times to find out what you're doing, to find out your activities, and your interactions. So that is a sign that somebody is being a control freak in that relationship. The second thing that you should look out for is isolation. A control freak would want to keep you away from friends, from family, from things that you really love. They want to isolate you from everyone else so that they can be the only ones in your life. That is not okay because before getting into a relationship, you had friends, you have family. And so if you're living with somebody who doesn't appreciate you spending time with your friends, your family, they want to isolate you. They want to make it very difficult for you to have relationships outside your marriage. That is a sign that somebody is being a control freak because no one should be isolating you from your friends, from your family or from other interactions 
that you have before your marriage or before you found each other. Another thing to look out for is if somebody wants to dictate your finances as a family or as a couple. Now, when you come together as a couple, you should be allowed to share. You should be allowed to make equal contributions that will help you both forge ahead. But if somebody feels that they must dictate finances in your relationship, that is a sign that they want to be controlling. And that is not a good sign. Your financial decision as a couple in a relationship is something that you both come to the table, make contributions, and try to come up with sustainable financial decisions which will help you both grow. If you're living with somebody and they want to be the ones dictating the financial decisions, where you should go, what you should do with your finances in the relationship, they don't want you to give an input. That is a sign right there that somebody is being a control freak. If you're the one, watch out for it. And if your partner is the one, make sure you watch out for it. Another thing that you have to look out for is decision making. Control freaks would not give you an opportunity to give your input in terms of decision making. They want to make all the decisions. How we raise our children, how many children we should have in the relationship or if we, if, if we should even have children at all. They want to make decisions on what we eat today, what you wear, where we go for vacation or when we go for vacation. That is not how a sustainable relationship should be. That is not how you live in a sustainable relationship. Decision making should come from both parties. And if you find yourself in a situation where one person wants to make the decisions on everything about your relationship, how your children are being raised, that is a sign you're living with a control freak. Another sign to watch about is emotional manipulation. Control freaks will want to manipulate you emotionally. Sometimes they'll even make it look like they are suffering from something and they want you to leave whatever you're doing to come and attend to them. That is manipulating you emotionally. They would want to make you feel guilty for things that you've not done. They'll want to accuse you for things that they don't have proof of. That is a sign somebody is being a control freak in your relationship. They just want to make you feel worthless. They want to make you feel unwanted. You know, that is not okay. And take note of that. They want to frustrate you. So emotional manipulation is a sign, a huge sign that you're living with a control freak in your relationship. The next thing is about criticism and micromanagement. There is nothing you do which is good in their eyes. Everything you do is wrong. Everything you do, they have complaint. They have a negativity around it. That is wrong. You cannot constantly be criticizing your partner in a relationship. If you live in a relationship where all you get is negative criticism, criticism is fine. But when all the time your partner is always critical of the things you do, whether you cook well, it's outsiders who are going to comment and say, oh, well done. Whether you, you dress well, it's outsiders who are going to comment and say, well done. It's, your partner never comments you for the things that you do. That is wrong. Micromanagement. Control freaks want to constantly micromanage you. They want to 
know your actions they want to be at the forefront of your choices they want to make sure they choose things for you even when you are an adult to do these things for yourself that is not okay when you see somebody doing that know that you're living with a control freak in your relationship and take care of it jealousy and insecurity now these are very key aspects that you must not ignore when you see somebody who is insecure in your relationship take note those are great signs that somebody wants to be a control freak when they exhibit excessive jealousy excessive insecurity accusing you of things that they have no proof of you know they want to they want you to constantly reassure them that you love them they want you to constantly tell them if you don't tell me that i love you if you don't tell me that you you like the way i dress if, if you don't tell me you like the way i speak the way i laugh they feel like you are not there for them you know insecurity when you see somebody doing that that is a control freak right there or if you are doing that I want you to be self-aware of yourself. That is being a control freak. You cannot be excessively jealous and insecure. You see your spouse talking with somebody else and immediately that is a cause for fighting. You see your spouse chatting or laughing with somebody else. You think that, oh, they are out there doing something else. You start accusing them left and right for things that you have no proof of. You are being very insecure and you are being excessively jealous. Watch out for those. Those are signs of a control freak. Another thing that you would uh, not want to ignore is the lack of privacy. Control freaks want to go through your phones. They want to go through your emails. They want to go through your belongings. They want to see everything that you have, forgetting to know that you are a mature person in the relationship and you deserve some privacy. They want to have your password. They want to make sure they can snoop into everything that you do. That is a big sign that you're living with a control freak. And like I tell you, living with a control freak or being a control freak is not the best for you in your relationship. So it is essential to recognize these signs early and try to address them. How do you address them? Through honest and open communication being a control freak causes your relationship to go down the drain and i'll give you eight reasons why being a control freak will destroy your relationship the very first thing is the lack of trust when somebody is a control freak they struggle with trust issues they cannot trust you when you tell them i'm going for a meeting I'm going out for dinner with a friend. They cannot trust you. They lack that trust in you, you know. They create an atmosphere of suspicion, an atmosphere of doubt in your marriage. And this is crazy because the fundamental aspect of two people being together is trust. And if you don't have trust for your partner, I can assure you that relationship is destined for doom. If you lack trust, which is a fundamental aspect of your relationship, then it will lead to all forms of micromanagement. It will lead to frustration. It will lead to stress and you will get emotionally exhausted. The second thing that a control freak in a relationship will cause your marriage is resentment. 
a partner who is subjected constantly to control they want to know what uh, i'm doing my partner has to know my password they want to be sure they don't they don't trust me after some time you become resentful you know you who is being controlled you become resentful you don't want to spend time with this person you don't like them they frustrate you you know every little and they make you become very edgy this resentment is not good for any relationship if you live in a relationship where there is resentment you're being frustrated you know you're being stifled and you don't have autonomy and freedom over the things that you want to do that is not good for you in a relationship so take note the third thing that being a control freak will cause in your marriage or in your relationship is communication breakdown it will make you not be able to communicate because control freaks believe that you have nothing to share they want to be in charge of everything they want to be the ones talking they want to be the ones who make the decision here and there and so they don't give you an opportunity to even express your likes and dislikes they don't give you an opportunity to express your desires. They don't give you an opportunity to speak up for yourself. They want you to always listen to them. They don't give you an opportunity for you to talk. And this can cause a lot of misunderstanding. If you're not able to express yourself in a relationship, there's bound to be misunderstanding that you'll get. And if you cannot communicate honestly in your relationship, trust me, you will not be able to solve conflicts. You will not be able to solve problems. So if you have a control freak in your relationship, it's going to break down communication and eventually your relationship or your marriage is going to go down the drain. Emotional distance. Now tell me, if somebody is constantly on my phone, they want to know what I'm doing. Uh, when I leave the house, they start calling from then. They, they, they don't trust me. It gets to a point where I don't want to be around them. You know, if you're living with somebody who always criticizes you, somebody who doesn't see anything good in what you do, you start creating that distance. And as you don't want to be there physically with them because of their criticism, because of their snoopiness, because of them trying to accuse you of things that you're not doing, because of the fights that may ensue, you distance yourself physically, but trust me, there is an emotional distance that is happening in that relationship. So when you have a control freak in your relationship, that partner who is being controlled begins to create distance. And when there is an emotional distance, trust me, your relationship is heading the wrong direction. So if you are a control freak in a relationship or if you are living with a control freak, watch out for emotional distance that will begin to arise that will begin to ensue in your relationship the, the things that you would enjoy doing with your partner you would rather do them with somebody else with a friend and that is how you begin to distance yourself emotionally from your partner before you know it there is nothing left for you both to share so watch out control freaks in a relationship is a very dangerous thing the next thing is it limits your personal growth. When you have a control freak in your relationship, it limits personal growth. They may be unwilling to compromise or adapt to new circumstances. 
And this is not correct. When both of you meet, it's important that you have your dreams, you have your desires, you have your goals. But when you both come together, I bring my strength, you bring your strength. It can help us both to move forward with one direction, with one focus and minding everybody's growth. When a control freak is in your relationship, they become very rigid. It's either their way or the highway. And so they, they leave you with nothing to share. They leave you with nothing to contribute. And if you cannot contribute even your strength in the relationship, it becomes very limiting for you both to grow. It becomes limiting for you, the one who is being controlled to grow because they would not support your growth. It becomes very limiting for them to even grow because they have no room for something new. So when you are a control freak in your relationship, when you have a control freak in that relationship, it limits growth. Living with a control freak increases stress. You don't want to be constantly reminded that you are worthless. You don't want to be constantly reminded that you are good for nothing. You don't want to be constantly worrying about making mistakes, you know, facing criticism, leading. This will lead you to high levels of anxiety. And of course, it will lead you to stress in that relationship. Now, when you have stress in your relationship, I can assure you, you will not create room for any other thing, any activity in that relationship. You need to relax your mind. You need a relaxed mind for you to bring your A-game in a relationship. You need a relaxed mind for you to even have intimacy in your relationship. And if you're living in a constant stressed environment, that increased stress level is going to lead to other things in your relationship you will not want to participate together. You will not want to be together. You will not want to do things around that partner because you're facing criticisms all the time and you don't want that. So when you are overly stressed, it starts leading you to doing things that you would otherwise not do. You start losing yourself in the relationship. So if you're losing yourself in a relationship, you cannot bring in your A-game. The next thing is it erodes intimacy in your relationship. Being a control freak erodes intimacy in your relationship. It goes beyond physical closeness. It extends to psychological closeness. When you're living with a control freak, they make you feel inadequate. They make you feel unwanted. Even sex becomes a problem. Because it, they want to make you feel like you are not adequately, you are not, you are inadequate even, even having sex with them. They make you feel like they don't want to have sex with you. That is a big problem right there. So if you are a control freak in your relationship, I want you to know that it will come to a point where intimacy will be wiped out. And if you get to a point where you are physically unattractive to each other, what are you doing? together what are you doing together i know that marriage is not all about sex but hey if you get to a point where you cannot be intimate with your partner if you get to that point where you cannot look at them in the eye you cannot have pleasurable moments together why are you in a relationship altogether? 
Know that if you are a control freak in your relationship or if you're living in a relationship with a control freak, it will erode intimacy down the line. When you get to that point, the things that you cannot get in the house, in your relationship, you start seeking them outside. If the husband cannot have intimate moments with the wife in the house, then they will want to have it out there with somebody else. The same thing goes to the wife. If the wife cannot have intimate moments with the husband, be sure that they will look for it outside. And this is where percentages come in a relationship. I always say put your relationship on the scale of percentages of 100%. No human being can give you 100% what you want, what you like, what you desire. But if you have a partner who gives you 70%, 75%, 80%, 90%, what they cannot give you is far less than what they give you already. And sometimes couples make this mistake. They go out there searching for the lesser percentage of things that they don't have and forget about the majority of the percentage of the things that they already have. So, when you erode intimacy in your relationship, you're taking out maybe 5% of what it takes to be in a relationship. And it is very important. Intimacy is very important. If, it, if you lose intimacy in your relationship, somebody's going to look for it out there. And sometimes it becomes a problem. That's where you find a man or a woman caught up in, an, in a relationship outside their marriage and they know for sure they are the ones sponsoring the other person who they are cheating with, but they can't break through because when they get home, they have lost intimacy amongst the two. So they start living together just because of the things they have built together, just because of the children they have brought together. That is not how you live as a couple. So when you live with a control freak, be sure that you will erode your intimacy down the line. Escalating conflict. Every little thing is worth shouting about. Every little thing is worth causing tension in the house. You get into some homes and you can feel the tension already. The husband cannot speak with the wife calmly. The wife cannot speak to the husband calmly. It's a fight. It's a quarry. Everybody has to shout at the top of their voice. That is a problem. You become very edgy. You become very touchy. Every little thing is a call for alarm. Every little thing is a call for fight. So it's important that you maintain a healthy and fulfilling marriage. It is essential to cultivate trust, open communication, mutual respect for each other. Allow each partner the freedom to be themselves in their relationship. Watch out. Do not be control freaks in your relationship. Now, how do you address control freaks behavior in your relationship? The very first thing is initiate calm conversations. Start by expressing your concerns in a calm and unconfrontational way. Start using I statements. I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes. Check it. Uh, I think it should be the first or the second episode. Start using things like I statements. I feel uncomfortable when this happens. You know, this is not accusatory. Stop, stop being accusatory. You always do this. You always do. Just let them know how you feel when this happens. 
Initiating calm conversations and the use of I statements particularly is a very practicable way of addressing control freak behaviors in a relationship. The second thing that I would like you to do in addressing control freak behavior is seek to understand. Encourage your partner to share their perspectives and feelings. Understanding the underlying reasons for their controlling behavior is a very good way. So engage them. Let them know, hey, I feel unwanted when this happens. I feel disrespected when I'm constantly uh, being called when I'm having dinner with my friends. You know, have that conversation. Ask them, you know, where is this coming from? You know, if they understand that they are actually control freaks in the relationship, I can assure you it is a very good beginning point for them to start working around it. So seek to understand them. Seek to understand where they're coming from. Let them know how you feel when their behavior is expressed upon you so that you both can come to a common ground. Listen actively empathize with them do not be accusatory sometimes your partner really needs help and if you stand out there to accuse to insult and make them feel like they are the baddest people you've ever met on earth you're not helping them you're not helping your relationship so seek to understand them give them a listening ear and help them so they can always realize when they are drifting into that behavior sometimes you have to make them understand that their concerns of fear and insecurity is not extraordinary it is normal for any couple for any partner in a relationship to have some moments of of insecurity to have some moments of fear to have some moments of jealousy but when it becomes excessive that's when it becomes a problem so let them know that you understand it's okay to be insecure. It's okay to be jealous. You know, sometimes uh, an element of jealousy is fine, but when it's excessive, when insecurities can be seen all the time and blown out of the window, that is a call for concern and you should not let that slide. Make sure you understand where they're coming from. Set boundaries, okay? Establish clear boundaries that both of you can agree on. If your phone is a no-no make it known to your partner i don't like it when you ask me to give you my phone for you to go through my messages and it makes me feel worthless when you do that you know set those boundaries and make sure both of you have a say in setting these boundaries you know ensure there is fairness ensure there's mutual respect when you set those boundaries let your partner know your likes and your dislikes let your partner know your deal breakers set boundaries counseling is very important seek counseling when you need to a professional can provide guidance they can facilitate constructive discussions and they can offer you strategies to best address control freak behaviors in a productive way so do not shy around counseling. Seek guidance when you need to from a professional. Work on trust and independence. You need to build trust 
in your relationship because it's very essential. And make sure that you focus on nurturing trust by being reliable, you know, keep promises, demonstrate your commitment to that relationship. All those are things that you can do to help your partner stop being a control freak. You can work on those things. You have to encourage your partner, engage them in activities and interests that are outside your relationship. So make sure that both of you are dealing with this aspect together with mutual respect, with mutual understanding. Remember that addressing control freak behaviors may take time and it requires patience. But being consistent, especially when you have both partners committed to addressing these situations, these moments, is very key. Open, respectful communication and the willingness to compromise. You know, these are key factors for you to successfully address control freak behaviors in your relationship. I just want to thank you for tuning in again today. This is J.E. Smike. Like I said before, every 6 a.m. Central Time, you have a new episode to listen to, to watch, and I guarantee you that. We are here to build families. We're here to build sustainable relationships. We're here to build marriages. And if you know that this episode has given you some insight or has helped you in any way, I want you to like and subscribe. That helps us a lot to promote this uh, podcast channel, J.E.'s Mike. Share the episodes with people you think might need to know and help us grow. Let us know what it is that we need to improve on. Let us know what it is that you would like us to discuss about in future episodes. Until next time, try and build sustainable, loving and respectful relationships. Mm-hmm.